I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, November 7th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. All right, Jay, so back in 2019, Tesla, Elon Musk and Tesla, they unveiled the Cybertruck, this neat looking, boxy electric truck, and you could put a deposit in for $100 to reserve a Cybertruck of your own. Now, the problem is is that mass production is only expected to begin at the end of 2023. And so they've been waiting a long time and they'll have to wait even longer to get that boxy truck. So Jay, I guess my question to you is, are you in for a Cybertruck? I am not in for a Cybertruck. I want my $100 back because I have seen the Rivian and that's the truck I want. The Rivian is very cool. I agree with you there. And the other thing about the Rivian is that they exist. Like they're on the road, yeah. people drive them, not a bunch of them, but some of them are on the road. And so that's probably a, that's a big step forward for the electric truck category. I think it's a cool vehicle. I, I wouldn't want to drive that. It just looks, it, it, I don't like how, it's too showy for me. Like yeah. you're, you're really going to stand out if you're driving a cyber truck around. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, people will tweet about it. See people will tweet there? about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the this is the new world we live in, where everything is Elon. You know, we're we're plugging into Starlink. You know, we're driving our cyber trucks. And hey, guess what? When I wake up in the morning, what's the first thing I look at? Twitter. Everything is Elon now, Jay. Well, I hope that that is not true. But aside from Elon Musk take over the world and major delays on the cyber truck, what do we have for peak pals today? For our first story, you are probably not getting enough sleep. For our second story, Unilever is experimenting with a four-day work week. And for our last story, Xi Jinping, he's trying to end the nuclear talk, which I think is a, a good thing to end. For our first story, in exchange for not seeing the sun after work until spring, you're now getting an extra hour of sleep. And the odds are that's something you desperately need, Brett. Why is a good night's sleep so important? Well, beyond the obvious, Jay, of just feeling restful and energized, half of all Canadians, over 19 million people, struggle to get a good night's sleep, according to the Royal Ottawa Institute of Mental Health. Blame it on COVID, Brett. The stress of the pandemic kept people tossing and turning. Now, that's been replaced by economic and geopolitical anxieties. Yeah, I can't get a good night's sleep after the Fed increased the rate by 75 basis points. And it matters because when you lose those Zs, the economy loses dollars. One study found Canada loses $21.4 billion annually in lost productivity due to poor sleep. Sleep-related health issues are also a drag. The National Sleep Foundation found bad sleep cost the healthcare system $502 million in 2020. Plus, we need sleep. Not enough sleep has been linked to problems from heart disease to depression and even shortened lifespans. And here's what's next for sleep, aside from just falling asleep. Earlier this year, the government invested $3.8 million into sleep, health, and insomnia programs aimed at mobilizing research results to improve Canadian sleep. But now, catch us desperately trying to cut the doom scrolling by 9 p.m. and hopping melatonin like it's leftover Halloween candy. Trick or treat, Jay. For our second story, Unilever, the multinational giant that owns brands like Ben and & Jerry and Dove, is the biggest corporation yet to give a big thumbs up to the four-day work week. Now, speaking of sleep, Jay, this sounds like a dream. How is Unilever implementing this? Well, Unilever expanded its four-day work week trial to 500 Australian employees after an 18-month pilot in New Zealand resulted in solid performance and happy workers. Unilever saw absenteeism, that is, workers playing hooky, drop by a third, while staff reported marked drops in stress levels and workplace conflicts. Employees maintained or exceeded productivity levels by working efficiently, cutting out three hours a week of unneeded meetings, and sending fewer emails. 
And this all matters because if Unilever's expanded trial is also a win, it will consider shortening the week for more of its 148,000 employees, which could push other big companies to follow suit. Like the peak, Brett. Just kidding. Well, the problem there, Jay, is that then we lose an episode and, and nobody wants that. Nobody, how could people live without that? Besides making for happier and more productive staff, a four-day work week could also be a major recruitment tool in the global fight for top talent. But four-day work week will never be on the table for some industries like the peak, especially those that need to be available 24-7, which include healthcare or transportation. Even within one company, a shortened week might only be feasible for some roles, which could create tension between colleagues. In Canada, last month, at least nine small to medium-sized businesses kicked off a six-month trial with not-for-profit four-day week global. Researchers from Cambridge, Oxford, and Boston will be on hand to see how that goes. For our third story, China's President Xi Jinping has gone from having concerns over the war in Ukraine to telling Russia to knock it off with the nuclear threats. Now, let's get you caught up on this. So Vladimir Putin has been floating the possibility of nuclear escalation since Ukraine started to gain the upper hand on the battlefield, which some experts say is a tactic to pressure the West to cut Ukraine off from military aid. Xi, who is called Putin's best friend, met with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Beijing to talk about economic relations, during which Scholz successfully urged China's leader to use his influence over Putin to prevent escalation in Ukraine. Xi then called on the world to advocate that nuclear weapons cannot be used a nuclear war cannot be waged to prevent a nuclear crisis. He also asked Germany and Europe to play a role in, quote-unquote, in calling for peace and facilitating negotiations and improving the humanitarian situation. And here's why it matters. So Xi is also Putin's most important friend in the world these days, and he has a great deal of influence over Russian policy. His firm stance against escalation of the conflict is a win for diplomatic efforts to stop a full-fledged nuclear war, which nobody wants. Jim. Nobody wants. So let's zoom out a bit, Brett. Zoop. Geopolitical stability isn't just the right thing to strive for, it's good business. China's leader knows he'll have a hard time attracting foreign investment with nukes flying around, so it's in his best interest to keep things from heating up. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, have a great week. You too, Jay. 